0: Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Pritamatma. Katarina is back with us today, and she is going through a major life transition as she is looking at her marriage. And so, in Mystical Motherhood, I teach women how to become more sovereign more self-loving, have higher self-worth, to create a container within your body so that you can bring down these high-caliber souls. So Katerina had been working with me for uh, many years on um, becoming pregnant, and through the process, she really gained a lot of insight on herself, and the work is now continuing. As um, she's changing and her life is changing. And so she is reading my new book, Alchemy of Becoming, before it's being released. So I'm having a group of women read it and tell me what they their response is and how it's changing their life. And I'm using Al- uh, Katarina's response to it in live podcasts so that you all can hear how she's processing the changes she's going through and then how to apply the levels of alchemy to your own life. And so Mystical Motherhood has three books, Mystical Motherhood, Fertile, and then soon Alchemy of Becoming. Each of these books are spiritual technologies that create radical revolutionary changes within your life. And they're three different ways to approach transformation. And so... It's all about you becoming more creative, you becoming a better mother, you being able to create something that's worthwhile on this planet and not pass on generational patterns to your children. So we went deeply into some of the issues of lifting up her vibration today and uplifting her new ways to look at issues in her life and specific meditation she's doing and how that's going to change her experience of the trauma she's going through so I hope you all enjoy if you like this please leave a review and you could head over to www.mysticalmotherhood.com for more when you're going through this alchemical transformation you need to you need to create a symbol with the universe that you can communicate back and forth so the universe speaks within symbols and uh, sounds and signs and books and it's always trying to reach you
1: Uh
0: and the alchemical symbols, so like if anybody's interested in alchemy, buy ancient alchemy books. There's one called the Emerald Tablet by David Hawk, which is an amazing book for spiritual transformation. It's very advanced, but it's not a bad one to know there's and you can actually begin to look up symbols and symbols are like a library of information so you put the symbol within the third eye and you allow it to open and it may not open immediately but if it, if you're in a meditation and you receive a vision sometimes it can be a subconscious barf right it sometimes it can be like you're you yeah. your subconscious but you'll ta- sometimes you can tap into the and this is what mystical motherhood's all about everyone who works for me becomes psychic it's not if I now call my clients and ask them what's going to happen and you will too, right. but cause it's not, it's, it's a gift that every woman we are recreating what women are on the planet and what we were. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. what we were in the temple. So if we're recreating, if mystical motherhood is a temple to, to bring these children down, what did the Hathors use in Egypt? They used sound, They used sacred geometry. They used consciousness. They used colors. They used dance. They used vibration, and the the highest vibration is the sound. So that's why the mantras should always be playing around you. You create your sound frequency as an attractor to repeller. It's a healer. It's it's everything. You are a frequency. And in my book, Fertile, I talk about, you know, what the different frequencies are, you know, wavelengths. And I help, there's an assessment if anyone wants to know, you know, what your base frequency is, is there's an assessment I was provided in there about how to figure that out, right? What color are you? What sound are you?
1: It's funny you say that because like out of nowhere, a couple of days ago, out of nowhere, seriously. And it's like, not even thinking about it, not even, you know, All of a sudden I get an image of like a cradled, I don't know what it, I don't don't know, like I couldn't put it all together, but it was like, it was like a, it was like a U like cradled, but then this beautiful round, like golden
0: translucent ball. Oh, okay. That's very cool. That's like, that's like the Jesus Christ consciousness to me. That's what that means. To you, it may mean something different now.
1: I've been this week. I think, I don't know. This week has just been so hard. I think just like going through your book and like going through all this, like the whole fear and the whole like losing my identity and the whole like ego and the whole everything's just being stripped at this point, you know, and it's like I'm just like going through a roller coaster ride because like I'm myself am like questioning everything. It just like nothing makes sense. You know, I'm so scared to like understand what's on the other side for me. But you know, it's just like going through this process, it's so it's just so exhausting. And it's it's just like, it's going, you know, just like you said in your book, like going through the whole process, this is like depressing. This is, you know, I feel like I'm bipolar.
0: And it will get better. Yeah. It won't last. Right. And so I want to talk about a couple of things here. Okay. First off commend yourself for beginning to go through it because you're not just sitting in ignorance and pretending like nothing's going on. So we don't ever give ourselves any credit. And this podcast, we're not going to go into all the negativity. We're going to go into exactly how to raise your vibration. So in this lineage I work with, it's poke, provoke, and elevate. And I'm a poker. Oh my gosh, do I poke people? I provoke. Yeah, but that's okay because in your teacher, you poke, you provoke them to want to change. You pull it out of them and then you elevate them. If you leave them at a poke and a provoke and you do not elevate them, you're not a good teacher. Okay. And so I want to provide you with everything to begin to elevate you and yes. to, to raise your vibration and so that you don't get exhausted. The exhaustion comes from the fighting yourself. Yeah. And also it's exhausting to, to, to work through your stuff because it's actually, you're not really exhausted. Your mind is exhausting. Your mind is tiring when you're not in your thoughts. Like I was on the train the other day and I'm just sitting there and for like 10 minutes and I was like, wow, I didn't think about anything. That's the first time in my life that's ever happened. And with that creates like just a great peace. Now, not all the time. Right. But my mind now, because I've gone through this process a little bit longer, it's like I'm more focused on what I came here to do. There's not drama and trauma. It's like, okay, now I'm going to create this project. Now I'm going to do this for women. Now I'm going to create this next project. Now this book's going to come through. And so it becomes more about the, the thought processes are important. You need the mind. You need the ego projection to create, right? But then it becomes more about like, not about you, but about everybody else. And so the more you can, if you can take all this energy, so what we, I mean, like, not like I'm not saying doing it for like, how can you take this, this, this kind of energy, this darkness, this thing that's coming through you and you know how we can be creative or destructive. I want you to begin to think how your wound, how this thing, this patterning within you can actually begin to be your destiny. that you can begin to use the energy. So it's, if this is a generator, if the calcination process and the alchemical process, what the alchemical process is, is it's a generator to change the, the, the body. So your body is the vessel. So if we would think of alchemy in the ancient times, your body is the vessel and the soul is the process that's going through the transformation, okay? And in the end we the ego projects on creating something they always the ego always the mind thoughts of the alchemical process is like to create something for the self like i need this i need it to be this way it needs to be done this way and so that's what a lot of clients come to me like about ivf i need to have ivf this way i don't want to have ivf this way or i need like i i want to have a child by the end of the year and i want this and i want this and for me it was like i want a relationship and it's like all these things that we project that we need on a personal level yeah alchemical process does is it knocks out our personal needs our personal greed our personal thing that it's just about us and then we see it's about the one so in the book it's the journey to the one isn't the journey it's not the one we think it will answer all the problems it's the journey to like the the merging and once you see it's all one you'll want to help the one, and the one will then begin to drop through you in that vessel. So that's what the mystical motherhood's about—is creating that holy veil, that holy grail, which you become a vessel for creativity, for a baby, for a book, for a project. Like, and so this is going to without clearing out all that gunk, without going through this process, you can't allow that to come through. You're so right, because
1: honestly, from everything that I've every since this whole journey, the even like when we work together and like, for me trying to say like, okay, I'm ready for a baby. I'm ready for a baby. This whole journey. It's all I've been consumed about. It's all I've been consumed about. I've been consumed about just like my own thoughts, my own, like I need, I have a timeline. This is what I want to stick to. And this is like how it's going to be. And this is how it should be. Right. Mm -hmm. Now with all of this happening, honestly, Chelsea, for the first time, like I don't, I don't even know what I want. I'm so I'm like so like for once I have no idea. Like I can't even tell you yes or no. Like I used to be like That's
0: amazing. So the need, <laughs> the need not to know. So I was like the same way. I always wanted to know everything. And of a course I have to know a, every little thing. But that's control. Yes. So, so what we have to knock out is the control is the massive form of ego. Like I'm going to have it this way. I'm going to have it done like this. I need to know the future. And I mean, the problem with me is all my friends are psychic and the yeah. future can go in so many, you know, so I'm calling up everybody like, is this the guy? Is this the yeah. guy? Is this the yeah. guy? And it's like, Oh my gosh, anybody can be my, the guy for me. And like anybody, like I'm, cause I creating my reality I'm painting. So for example, I use the idea of like dating Mm-hmm. And so I, I needed it. I thought relation, I identified as relationship as the solving of my love problem. Right, and so, but I recognized after I became the creator of my reality, I co-created with reality. Now anybody I date, I can see the love within them. So they all can become the anybody, anybody I'm with is, is, is can become whoever I want them to be because I'm creating them to be that way. I'm not projecting on these needs. I mean, there's, sometimes there's going to be, obviously you go back into the old pattern, but you know, 80, 90% of the time you can paint the reality you want when you can become more clear. And then, because you're also not going to attract that old pattern as much. So the people that you begin to and this is for career, this is for your, friendships this is for anything there begin to mirror the parts of yourself that you and then everybody around you up levels because you are recreating you're the fountain you're the orbo snake is this making sense it makes a lot of sense and now that you
1: well i want to go back to the snake because i want to ask you about that part in the car in the, your book um but from you know it's just so funny it's like i don't I don't know if I ever like gave myself I don't know if I ever gave myself the the time and asked myself like what do I want to do like what do I want I always followed in any relationship like the dynamic right I always followed it and it's like now I'm coming into it and like I'm kind of seeing uh, this relationship from a clearer standpoint and it's like you know for like my husband, he's always been like a free soul, right? He's, he's always been like that, but there's always like love here. But then like, you know, he always like he loves the freedom of like traveling and then like seeing friends and then going here and going here. But then there's base, there's a home base that's comfortable back at home. And, you know, as we're like going through this process and like trying to figure it out and he's like, do you want this for yourself? Like, I'm not going to change. Like, do you want to deal with this? Because like, I still like want to have, you know, I still want to see my friends. I still like want to go places. I still like want to do what I'm doing. He's like, we don't have a child together. So it's like, you know, this is, this is something that I'm not, I don't want to change my life. And he's like, are you okay? Then you need to know like, what do you want in your life? And like, are you even okay with dealing with this? And it's like,
0: it's like for the first time, I'm like, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't. That's what he's, what he's saying to you is, can you function on your own? Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's what it sounds like is, I mean, there is a part of you that loves that freedom too. Yeah, and I think that if you had a baby, which is what happened to me, is I saw my freedoms being taken away, and that's what like spurned mystical motherhood out of me. Is so I that, was I was recognizing that. that motherhood isn't what everybody makes it out to be.
1: So like that's I'm so confused right now. Like I'm like I don't even I don't even know. I mean, embedded in my mind for almost three years, all I've saying baby 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 baby. That's it.
0: Right, it's the, that's exactly what my pattern. So your pattern is the play out of the baby in the book where mine was the relationship, right? It's just the same thing. It's, that, it's the pattern of the, of the thing. So right now you're breaking the thoughts. So all you can do right now, the only thing you can do is work on yourself. And, you're, and so what he's telling you is, who are you without me? And so mm-hmm. just say, okay, let me find out.
1: And it's so funny because he pushes me he's like I want you to take time I want you to take you know like think about this like I want you to give space and it's like it's like I know but it's just so hard for me to like break this apart and just like, take it into pieces and break this apart because like because i'm I'm that clingy
0: I'm that clinginess I'm that OCD I'm that same. You need his reflection to know that you're loved, and he's not always he's. This is what I've I've said before in other podcasts. He can't do that for you. Like, I, like I've said, but I said it in the last podcast. I think is the the happiest I am is when I'm in connection with the only time you're going to ever feel true love and true happiness. It's never going to come through relationship. Yeah. It's only going to come through you projecting that onto your creations, to the relationship, to whatever's in front of you. When you begin to love your own thoughts, this is so important. If you don't love your thoughts, if your thoughts aren't loving, nothing around you will be loving. The only place the love comes from is within you and they cannot come from this subconscious mind stream that's in control of the way yeah. that you should be.
1: No, and then you're 100% right. And For the first time, honestly, Chelsea, like, I'm thinking about that. Like, I don't know if I asked my question. I never asked myself my, that question.
0: Well, we base our happiness on something we think is going to, so when you see your thought form, like in the book, when I describe when you see the thought form, right, which is based on some control from the past. Yeah. Then we project that thought form into the future looping our subconscious stuff right so we project it into the future thinking that's what's going to bring our happiness because we or bring us love because we never had it in the past we don't know what love is and the only way so the only way to find that is to go within and so we always go without like we always look to the person in front of us, to the career, to the job, to the, to the baby, to the, to the next thing for that happiness, because we're, we're, we're hamster looping our subconscious patterns. And I see it with everybody who comes to me, everybody thinks, you know, and I did the same thing a lot to go through the fact that I was like, I'm doing this to myself. I'm making myself miserable. Yeah, you're right. And it's like, and, so, and it yeah. takes that space. Like it takes space in your life and, and calmness. And when COVID hit, like the not traveling, all of this can be, you can look at all this happening on the planet as really negative, or you can look at it as really positive because there's always a polarity on this planet. Exactly. You have both polarities happening.
1: You know, and the other thing is like, just like friendships. It's funny. It's like two different dynamics. My friendships have always been, more based around like obviously like my husband and our friends together, and like you know, I would only see like my girlfriends whatever, when we all get together, right, so like i I made that time then, and like I would never make a time like when we're together, but then, like for him, it's different. he makes his friendships like on like a a daily connection and you know and vibrates through like the energy and all that and it's just like you know what what is our connection to like friendship that gives you <clears throat> that gives you a sense of like security and stability because like even like okay so for example even obviously the girl that he cheated on me with there's they they were they were friends they worked together they were friends and it's like they made a connection on like obviously he was going through issues. She's going through issues and they're still friends. And he's like, honestly, I, you know, he's like, I like her as a friend. I like her as a person. I don't obviously like her in any other way, but I still want her in my life. Like, what does, can you just help me? Like, what is that saying about me? A, like friendship wise. B, like, why is that? Why is that such like? Is that another form of like clinginess? Is that a form
0: of like, you know, like comfort? Like what? I think. I think so. I mean, I don't think. I think any woman who's listening right now would be like, "Why would you be nice to the woman that had an affair with your husband?" Yeah, she's not a nice woman inside, but she may pretend to everyone else she is. I know women like this. Yeah, oh, I, I do. Too. I say it like she. And it's not. I mean. If I told you that my husband had an affair with someone and then um, she wanted to be my friend, would you be like, oh, that's a good idea?
1: No, not friends with me. Friends with him still. Like, they're friends. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, not with me. Me.
0: Well, that's completely inappropriate. Yeah, it's completely inappropriate. And it shows exactly where you guys are at. It's completely inappropriate. It's, it's 100% inappropriate. And so what that's like the ability for somebody to manipulate you to make you feel lower and for your self esteem, and for you not to have your own boundaries. So if you go back to my book fertile, where, where even discussing the elements on a more basic form, so the alchemical processes yeah. in my in alchemy of becoming is takes the takes the elements to a higher form right? It's all elements that change us. Even with Kundalini yoga, it's all elements that change us. Right. And right. so what is water? So water is your emotional boundaries. So in that, and, and so understanding where your boundaries end and his, and so with codependency, or if you're in a relationship that's not you know, balanced is that you won't be able to say no, you won't be able to have boundaries and, and you won't be able to say that's if you want to work on arm, it's completely inappropriate for him to have an affair and maintain a friendship with the woman he had an affair with. Yeah. If you need an a, like right there is a, a level of like you needing him to, you not wanting to lose him. So you allow things to happen that are actually really inappropriate, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and another thing to think about that I've recognized that I recognize with a lot of women is we have a lot of shame around our wounds. So for me, I could never tell anybody my father was mentally ill. Right. And so, I mean, I don't think only my friends that grew up with me knew, I mean, how mentally ill he was, how psychotic he was. And so I would group. so that my family is my original wound, right? I had a very interesting dynamic growing up. I needed that. I chose that as a soul to be able to create mystical motherhood, to be able to change my entire life and change every belief system around what's possible, right? To teach other women. So that's my wound. I could have stuck with it. I didn't. So you go back to what this patterning is, which probably goes to mom or dad, right, of why you are looping this, this like, you allow them, like, that's in a really good example of him saying, I'm going to maintain a friendship with, the, with a woman I had an affair with. That From an outside perspective, that's completely not okay. okay. I'm telling no. you right now. Right. No. It's no. A no. no. Right. It's, not a, it's not appropriate. Yeah. But your little girl would say, sure, that's Okay. You're so right. That's, it's so fucked up. And you are so right. Yeah. Where in your child, what little, what part of you, what little girl in you doesn't have the boundaries or the self-esteem or the worth to be like, no. And so no is as powerful as yes. And so this is, it's all about, I mean, I talked about the last last podcast. It's all about you doing these meditations. Not, we're not, we don't even want to go into the wounds, but I mean, Noting the pattern and where it, it hits in childhood. Now, the really good one to see patterns, if anyone's listening and you want to see where your patterns are and you actually want to like identify them, is Jupiter Chakra Meditation will help you identify patterns very fast. Really? Okay. That's one if you want to identify why you're attached. So I love Jupiter Chakra Meditation, which I think I gave to you years ago. You did. Um, and did you do it? I did, but... Did you do it the 33 minutes a day? No. No. Okay. So what what happened is you would have broke your attachment. Is that it? And that's what I saw in you is that you... So what happens if we had... um, And there's a book called um, Attached. I don't know the name of the author, but read it. I only read, had to read a little bit of it to understand what I'd already seen in my own life. But without normal growing up with, either your family can be very avoidant or your family can be very, you know, codependent. And I had both in my family because I had to learn both. Enmeshment, which is like where a a parent becomes the, they want you to marry them basically. (laughs) And then there's the avoidant family that's like, you know, like a mom pushes her child away in a lot of different ways. Um, Or there's a, it's a, it's a patterning or there's just, you know, really balanced people. So there's about 25% that are avoidant, 25% that are codependent. And then about 50% that are just a really balanced in their, you know, need for space and their need for love and codependent people love avoidant people and avoidant people love codependent people. And the reason for this is because codependent people are used to people avoiding them and that's what keeps them codependent and avoidant people really want love, but they uh, don't know how to really give and receive it. So they love codependent people to consistently give them love because they can be avoided and they'll know the codependent doesn't ever leave them. And so you are, and so you can see within the childhood dynamic um, what makes the codependency, right? It's this neat, you as, associate love with somebody not necessarily being present for you. You're right. And so you identify. So in my book, I, I explain this. If you have butterfly, if you meet somebody a friend yeah. or somebody yeah. and you have this butterflies come up then it's like, Oh my gosh, I love this person. It's everything. No, 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 no. You don't love them. That's dad or mom. And you recognize in them, your family. And so you have to, you have to identify that that's not necessarily real love because real love, it doesn't have any triggers.
1: So then basically 99% of everybody is falling back into their family patterns.
0: (laughs) Everybody's falling back into their family patterns until you come. Until uh,
1: Until you start realizing what the hell is going on and what you're going through. And this is like, this is not, I'm just saying it's for once in my life, I actually don't know what, you know, and I'm I'm committed to like healing myself and like working on myself and like doing these and these meditations you gave me are like, they help. They really help. I didn't do the, um, the prayer yet just cause I'm, I'm still trying to, um, understand all the words how to pronounce them and say them especially 11 times um but I am it's just in my body every time I read your book or just another source or do what I'm doing there's like fire just like roasting up inside of me like like burning of like extra happiness and extra peace you know and then it's like and then it's like somehow it's like you get back and brought back into reality and then it's just like you are going through the motions again and like working on them, and then this is where you know I try to like acknowledge it, I try to assess it, I try to like you know you know kind of express it in my own end, but it 's like it 's like this it 's like a roller coaster ride for me
0: and that 's normal as you 're psychologically getting hit. I almost feel like you may be going through some of the distillation phase. And the distillation phase in alchemy. So I think that you understood the conscious and unconscious parts of yourself and you were, and you were going like, as you've been doing this work over the years and you'll go back and the fire will keep coming back. Right. There's part, you actually go through the fire again, through distillation in the, in the chemical process and the distillation phase is where you think you're really good. I mean, you may or may not be, but if anyone's listening and it's a psychological hit from God. And so you'll get hit by the fire again. So alchemy is just the elements working within the body. So in fertile, again, I talked about the elements and how they affect your internal and external world. Yeah. And that's a sacred, sacred, sacred knowledge. And to understand this, I mean, you'll under, it's so much easier to walk around as a human when you understand like the universe and how it works within you and without you. And the alchemical process, like I said, is always happening, but people don't get past the first phases because they're not ready to look at their stuff. Now, when universe, when you tell the universe and you begin to work with the ascended masters and say, okay, make me a container, make me, you know, make this kingdom, what does Jesus say? Heaven on earth, right? I love Jesus, but I don't really, I don't know his Bible stuff, but I know him as an essence, as a as a ascended master. So to make heaven on earth you have to like, your mind can't project those thoughts. And so the, the universe will come in and distill you, you know, make, make it really pure. And so the thought they'll psychologically hit you hard and the pain and the, and the, and the, and the pain of that is like, it's invigorating, but it's basically purifying the thoughts, purifying the thoughts over and over and over again. And those are what I call the tests.
1: And those, it's so true because like at moments I will be literally at peace, at peace. And then it's like, bing, a thought comes up and then it's just like, you know, and then all of a sudden your just overall like emotions and then your, your thought patterns and then you're subconsciously thinking of God knows what else. And then it just goes down like a period of just like, you know, trying to get myself back to just like a norm, not normal state, but like a a level state of where I can really make a decision and not make a decision from like, just like my mind going 20 million hours a minute and like figuring out like where, what I'm doing.
0: See where those. So first off recognize that, okay. Thoughts are happening. Recognize that it's, 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 it's sub, it's a subconscious pattern. Most likely if it, if it has pain, it's a subconscious pattern. Know that it's probably a pattern that played out in your previous childhood that you're probably not consciously aware of. So that's the process of alchemy. You become consciously aware that the same patterns are playing out. Then the anger will arise, right? But then the only way to change it, the only way to stop all this is to drop the pattern, just to drop it, to say, I'm not going to do this anymore. And so for me, I was playing out the wound of my father in the book, And I was doing it by dating, right? And I was like, because I was actively working through the pain of of my original wound, right? The the, Finally, what made the book come through and finally what made everything come through is I just said, I'm done. I'm completely done. I will not see another man. I will not do anything. And oh my gosh, within five hours, they're like, you ready, girl? And they dropped that book in. And I sat down and I have sat down for five months and all I've been doing is creating. And I listen, I create, I listen, I create, because now my mind stream is cleaner. And so whatever I become, you become a vessel once you get through all of this for what they want you to create, which is, could be a baby, which could be, you know, so this is, this is temple making work. This is is temple making work. And it's,
1: is it me coming to a conclusion? Like, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm not dealing
0: with it. Like this is separation mode. I think you have to, I can't make that decision for you. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to be a mirror and a reflection of your consciousness. Yeah. And I'm here, and anybody who tells you what to do, tells you how things are going to go completely. I mean, they can maybe drop a little bit like, well, this could happen. You know, you have to make your decision. Otherwise, I mean, I wouldn't be a good healer or anybody if I told you what to do with your life, your consciousness needs to decide. I have, and right now the timelines are, I mean, if you feel the energy on the earth, you can choose any reality you want and you'll notice people are walking around. Like there was a video, somebody was singing in Walmart and it was some beautiful, I didn't see this. Somebody told me about it, but like actually I saw parts of it. Somebody was singing a beautiful like symphony in Walmart and every muggle was walking around completely ignoring the symphony. They didn't see it existed. And so it's just showing that there's something happening on the planet where there's different timelines occurring. And it's like, what timeline are you going to jump on? What are you going to choose? I want to choose. <sighs> what do you want to create? What kind of life do you want? And so and so it cannot, don't try to create it as if, and you can't create things in a time. Like you can't be like, I want this by this time. By this time. time doesn't right. work like that. And that's how I've always been. And honestly, what I want, what I really want, I want,
1: I want a partner. Well, see, I don't know what I want because I'm still going back to somebody else.
0: The, okay. The only thing you can do is work on yourself and make you the partner that you want to have. You're right. You're because right. Once you are that partner, your partner will either meet you right. or you'll find a new one. And that goes with friends too. So you're talking about all these different friends. So the, yeah. the if the more you raise your vibration, your friends will you it you create this kundalini yoga technology creates such a container within your system. So I, I am so protected from people that shouldn't be in my field. And I am so the people that should are so in my field. Like yesterday we spent my, with my children and we spent the whole day meditating as a group and my children were meditating. And I was like, I created this life. I've always wanted to be able to meditate with my children and show them this world and like, and do mantras and have them just sit down and do the mantras. I don't push them to do it. They just, they fell asleep within the group of us meditating. They went into the middle and we were all meditating and they just fell asleep on a blanket. And I just thought, this is a holy, sacred moment. And I really wish I was like, and I was doing, I've been doing Lacey Phillips work. And I love her stuff. It's to be magnetic. And I I hadn't really done it fully. And I'm really doing it fully now. And it's going into, it's really making sure you're super clean to be able to create what you're here to create on the planet, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and her stuff is, it's, it's really, it's, it's this manifestation process that I already went through, but she really made it clear and made me help me understand it. It's also an alchemical process, but hers is just talks about, you know, you go through tests, you go through these different things, your subconscious patterning projects your future. I describe it in a different way, a more spiritual way, but you're supposed to in the future or you're supposed to create your, your perfect life for your little inner child, right? So you go back and you create magnetic parents, she says. So anybody who's listening, this is not my work. This is Lacey Phillips' work. And you can go to her podcast to listen to it, but you're supposed to create your magnetic family. And like, what does that look like? And how would, you know, where would it be? And I, I create, and I when I see it, it's the life I've created for my children now. It's exactly, so I'm creating exactly what I would want, have wanted for them, for me. So if we're all mothers out there, I Want you all to be like, what exactly would you want your children to have? It's not based on ego, like they have to have the best pumpkin in the pumpkin patch. It's like, what are the vibrations that you want? What is the reality you want to create in your life? So, do you want love? Do you want trust? Yes. Do you want reverence for God? Yes. Do you want harmony? Yes. Do you want peace? Yes. And you want truthfulness, and to be around people that are working on themselves and all that stuff. So you have to begin to do that, and then just like we talked about in fertile, your external world will begin to emulate the internal world. Yeah,
1: I was just writing that down, um, and you're so right. Honestly, you're you're so right, and and I acknowledge that, and it's I acknowledge like. And I'm just trying to think the whole time that you've been saying that, like, where does my, why is this pattern happening for me? And like, where are my childhood? And it's just like going back, like you just said, it's like how, like, what world do you want to create for your children? Right. And growing up, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm like pinpoint a, a, pinpoint a time period where why this would have affected me and why am I keeping, why do I keep going through it? You know, and I don't know where to, I'm trying
0: to think like I'm, but I can't pinpoint that. You exactly. don't need to go into it. You let the meditations do that for you. Right. I mean, I can go into it really quick because I'm, I can, I'm a visualized person. I can see patterns. Like yeah. my gift is seeing right. and I have the gift of sight. And so for me, I could probably like see it for you. And see like a moment in time that probably like switch. It. it doesn't matter. I don't want you to go into it. I want right. you to use the meditations to knock it out right. of you and ask God to begin to work on you to knock it out. The process is not great, but then, it's, then it can be right as you get through it. But what it is for, for you is like, it's an attachment to, to what you're, you, you're playing. You're, you're saying it to us. It's this attachment to a man that is an avoidant and i mean it sounds like he is i don't know him that well or there's parts or or you're bringing out the avoidant within him so you're so your little girl and his little boy come together and so he the man always wants to run just so you know the male in in its nature wants the feminine to be home and they're the hunter gatherer so what he's doing is actually very natural for his for his nature yeah. Right. Right. But what used to happen is that women were, you know, and and women are very normal to want to create the home and create that. We are wanting to see the future. I mean, all of this is very ancient and normal. So what is not normal is that women used to get all of their love and attention through other women. And so we didn't, they could go off and, and do this running and this hunter gatherer experience. And it, it wouldn't affect us because we got all the love from each other And we were, you know, if you think about it, what you also there, if we're in a matriarchy society, we're connected to source and we're in the temple or we're, we're, we're working for the children or we're working, you know, we're all working as a collective. So most of our energy should come from women. And again, women need women, women need men for certain reasons, Right. put too much on them. We put too much pressure on them to be everything to us.
1: That's interesting you said and, that.
0: And so if it, so it's like if you... So you're doing the opposite. You need to take all that time and energy and, and say, he could, he could absolutely become the guy you want him to be, but you need to work on you and make him become that guy through your own healing and learning boundaries and learning those things. So he's not like push. He doesn't run away from you you know, saying this is how it's going to be, right? you just, you just begin to work on you. You begin to raise your energy so much and you begin to cultivate women friendships and you begin to gossip with women. Men don't want to hear your gossip. They don't, they do not care. They don't have the brain capacity for it. They could not sit and talk like we're talking. No. And so what they, what, what happens is there's a level of exhaustion within men that makes them want to run more when we're coming home and bitching. Right. And so, if we all, as women, go back to our own source, begin to clear ourselves, begin to become that holy grail within, and that energy is running through us, then we're so self-satisfied. We're the Ouroboros snake, which is a t- the snake eating its own tail. We're we're not looking to anything else. Then, then, then he becomes a complement to your creations. And then the real energy of the male and female can work out. So now in my life, every male is just assisting. Every male in my life is a part of assisting me in what I came here to create. Because that's now what I want. I'm wanting to create males. The other day, I had three males in my house assisting me, and I remember Guru Jagat said this. She said, "One day, I think I've told you this before. One day, you'll you'll become like you'll create a queendom." And I remember I mean, seems like, what's your queendom look like? What's your queendom look like? And none of us know what that is because no one's ever taught us and we're learning what it is to be a feminine right. on the planet again. Yeah. And I was like, what's a queendom? No one ever taught me that. My mom didn't know that. Well, we have to create it now. If we're changing these generational patterns, we have to create it. And this isn't some like egotistical thing. It's just some sort of thing. If the, if the woman is the circle and the woman is the ocean and the man is the lighthouse, the man is going to be grounded within your creations, which can be both destructive or creative, right? right. So you're the ocean of creation and destruction. Right. Men always need that ocean. They're always needing that lighthouse. So they're looking, and more men are going to be looking to us to guide that, to, be, to make this society both balanced in the patriarch and in the matriarch. Because that's what we're heading into, like a balance, right? So we have to find that balance within. So the other day I was in my house. I had one man who's helping. I'm going to now put energy and, and love only into my creations. And so I have one man that's running all the branding. I have another man that's helping me as a, a really good friend that's helping me look for land and look for different things of how am I going to create what I want to create over the next five years. Mm-hmm. He's helping with the finances. He's just a friend. He's not doing it, you know. And then I had men. Fi- I had a group of men fixing all the windows, And I, I had someone else helping me with my children and I was creating this whole thing in my house. And I said, Oh my God, I did it now. And none of them were, none of them did. I need them. None of them were I projecting on them, but they were all there. and, And they were all like this mission is so important. It was so cool. But that's where you need to get so that you're not projecting this love onto them, but then you're working hand in hand with the male to create something really lovely and cool. And it might not, it might be with this man. It might be with a new man. And yeah. sometimes we marry based on what we needed then. And then it changes for and both.
1: better. And it's so, and I mean, it's been it's going to be five years and you know, and it's just like, you're so right. Like that was completely different needs, different time, different thinking, different energy, different vibrancy, different. And it was now looking at it, I think, you know, understanding a lot of it from what you've been telling me with alchemy and just like kind of going through the process. That was like, that was another like numbness haze. I just went, you know, you just go through the motions because everybody's like, this is, this, these are the steps. This is what you do. This is what society has taught you to do, you know? And I think in the end, I, and I always thought like, in the end, I was like, I know I'm, I know I can never change him. And I know that. And I said that to myself. And I just don't know if I ever wanted to believe it.
0: But the thing is, is you just need to work on yourself, yeah. Every, like, anyway, I'm, I'm repeating that to, and everyone who's listening is take all the energy back, take all the therapy you're going to stop the Stop it. Unless you, the therapies are amazing for identifying the, the problem, yeah. but don't loop it. So yeah. go to therapy to be like, holy shit. Like, like for us, the same thing is like, this exists. And then it's like, okay, if they're not giving you a tool to get out of it, no, they're, and they're sucking you in to come back. Like when people do sessions with me, I'm like, I want this to be, I want to meet you with, for like two sessions. And then I want you to send off. And then you become back to me when you, your, your consciousness begins to change again. Yep. So, and I, um, we're not like, we're not doing
1: any therapy. Um, basically my therapy is working with you, <laughs> but like, you know, and I, he did one session, but like, I kind of see it. I'm like that, there's, they don't give you any guidance. They don't give you any support. They just tell you to come back and like start dealing with your emotions again and rough, rough, rough them up again. And then like they subside. So that's, that's the thing. And it's like, for, you're so right, Chels, like me pull this all back to me. And I'm never, I'm. I think why I'm so scared is because I've never done that. And that's so and my, cool. My anxiety is like, the, I can hear my ego and I hear my anxiety, like pulling me away from it. Do you know what I mean? Like my heart is drawing to it and like, and as I'm doing it, I'm in like euphoria, but then like, I can feel the ego trying to like, okay, okay,
0: okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what do you it. love to do? So, cause you don't know who you are. I don't. You're so good. So, you only know who you are through him. So now <laughs> let's. So what? Let's go back to what mystical motherhood's about. It's about creation, right? the create the creative process. The pr- so if we take all those, if we look at breakdown fertile, and fertile, it talks about sacred geometry and the sound system and and all these different things. That's the same thing with making these creations. So back to symbols. When symbols begin to talk, symbols will come as you're going through the awakening process, the universe will begin to internally and externally speak to you to help awaken you. And you cannot ride these, I mean, you'll begin to see at a faster rate just how much your thoughts are the project, like your thoughts are the creation around you. You have to look at the difference between like omens and your own creation. So sometimes you're like, "Oh, this is a sign," because yeah. it's, I'm, I created this as a sign. No, that a lot of it is like, did you just think that and then you projected it and you created it? Yeah. And so what you also have to recognize is with this new tech, with this technology on the planet, it will read your thoughts if it's not doing it already. So don't think that like in your phone if something pops up around you in technology that like, oh my god, it's a sign. No, technology. If in, its, in, in like social media platforms and stuff, it can be a, not so good. Now trust, if you open up a book and it gives you an answer, if you're, you have an omen of like birds or which I use as my example, birds yeah. were my representation in the book. You have to choose a symbol to work with the universe with and everybody choose one. If you receive a symbol within your meditations, let that symbol open up to you. Like a library, you put it in your third eye. You let it open up to you for your own healing. Every symbol you receive has its own. Like I can't read that symbol for you. That circle, you ha- and then you'll the, it will open up for you, and it'll become knowledge. It'll become your future. It'll become what you need it to be. Yeah, Don't take them lightly. They are real. Yeah, and and then so for you, I want you to begin over the next. week or so to begin to, to, if you're not spending time and energy, trying to get pregnant, trying to be in a marriage, trying to make it look a certain way, trying to do all these things, what would you do with your time? And so if you have all that extra time, so for me, I wrote two more books, I'm creating online platform. I'm creating classes. Now I work with a lot more women. I work at an amazing fertility center. Like I I'm on my path. And so it brings me creative joy. You Where can have, we get your creative joy to come through? And, and I
1: think this has been a question coming up for me. And it's like and, and literally like I don't know I don't know about myself and like I don't know. Like what brings me happiness is the simple things, you know, a lot of cooking honestly brings me a lot of happiness. I feel like that's like a soul to me just, like, in general, creating. Um, I love, honestly, like, I love just this whole, I love this whole process of just, like, figuring out and, like, teaching and, like, expressing, you know, just, like, more information and knowledge to a lot of people that are hurt and, like, are You know, there are so many problems that people can't even like identify and how to like as a a source, like where to start and what to do, and like, um, you know, those are those things bring happiness to me. It's it's a lot of, but a lot of it is also like experiencing new things, like things that you know, traveling or just like, you know, going to new places or just you know, kind of any higher vibrational things or just honestly the independence of being able to just you know pop around and like you know last minute like day trips or or just it sounds a lot like your husband the freedom it does. And that's why I'm just like, I don't, I, I don't know how. So, to, it so it
0: doesn't. So, so through this process, you're going to find out who you are. And so when you were talking about him, he loves all this freedom. And I was like, I know you love freedom. And so you love him for that. And so you right. need to begin to look at the parts of him that you love. And so there could be, you know, we do that with men. We look at, we want to destroy them. We're always yeah. looking to find the worst in them. Yeah, and and we're always looking like they could do eight point five percent correct, and we'll find that one point five percent. We'll say no, 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 no. You just effed up everything. We do this as women, and and it's because it's like I don't. Yogi Bhajan explained it so well. It's like we want to destroy it. we you know what I'm saying. We are yeah. looking to destroy it. But like, why? What is the I think it's just back to what, I mean, he describes in all his lectures. I mean, I'd have to go through his lectures to even understand. (laughs) He understands the woman's consciousness better than us. But I think it's because of we are the only thing that I can understand about it is we're our only source of joy. Our only source of love is our connection to spirit and God because we are the cosmic energy. So if our holy bodies our chalice, our holy grail is connected to source all the time, then everything around it does, we're already self-sufficient. We're the Orbo snake. We're happy within ourselves. Yeah. But then when we're looking to them to create that happiness, we get angry at them because we're, we're taking our energy from ourselves, from our own creations, right? And so if we can go back into that, we'll create different kind of a balance in the relationship. So instead of pushing for what you think is supposed to happen with the two of you... yeah. find what you can create from the joy within yourself and see if you can create it with him in that joy. But he needs to have a boundary of not being friends with that woman. Yeah. That's a, that's a boundary, you know, yeah. and that's not you being clingy. That's you being yeah. cautious. And then what did you have? A, you had a question about the snake.
1: Yes. As you were walking on a trail, when you guys came back to California for like the last trip, that you've spent as a family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a, a rattlesnake came up on your um, hike. Yeah, it separated you. But like, did you what? Did you like? Did you didn't see it? You I didn't, didn't see hear it. it. You I couldn't
0: see know. it. It's crazy to me. Well, that's magic. That's alchemy. That's that's was the that, universe. Was that
1: your separation
0: starting? Or that was our first- separation. Huh? That was our separation. Yeah. That was when, I mean, so what she's talking about is in the book, I talk about a time um, with my husband before I left him. So I did not plan on leaving him when I left. I left quick. I left fast. I did not plan a thing. God said, go. And I, I left so fast. Um, I scared myself. And I didn't think everyone, I think everybody thought I planned it. I had some sort of a plan. I had, I mean, I think he still thinks I planned it and I didn't, I had planned nothing. I'm never a planner. I'm not very good at that. And I (laughs) had a series of events that were beyond magical occur in my life that were, you know, um, energetic events. And one of them was we were walking along a path as a couple and a path we'd always walked along and, I walked ahead of him, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, there's a huge rattlesnake!" And I could hear the rattlesnake hissing. Yeah. And um, he's like, "And it, he's like, there's a huge rattlesnake that's that's up in you know looking at me and about to attack me." And I said, "I said I can't see it. I was I I looked through the bushes, I looked through everywhere. I "I cannot see the rattlesnake." He goes, "It's huge. It's the biggest rattlesnake I've ever seen." And we had this moment. And I said, "You need to walk past this rattlesnake and come this direction with me." And he says, "I can't." I can't make it. I can't come with you. And I was like, if you don't come with me, it was like this kind of conversation. I was like, if you don't come with me, you're going to have to walk all the way around and I'm going to have to meet you somewhere. And he said, I'm not going to cross with you. And I said, okay, then I'm going to walk this way. I mean, it was just like, it was just so. And then afterwards, actually, I went to, um, I had a, I, I met the Nagas. So the Nagas are this, an ancient a snake that comes through in your visions in the temple. So if we're doing temple work, the nagas are, they find secret paths to certain places. Mm -hmm. And so I went to solstice right after that, like a couple of days after um, that was a pretty magical weekend. And I was meditating and the entire weekend I energetically was surrounded by snakes. Like I would close my eyes and I would, it was like I was in a den of snakes in my mind. So once your pineal gland begins to open, and you can see things the world, the the world around you is not the reality There's also like a dimensional fields that you can see And so I I got the initiation of these high this high snake technology And then I went into the great pyramid and got That's when I began to be able to go into the heroes gamos, which is an ancient method Which everyone is listening Probably knows how to do or you wouldn't know be listening to this but in our in the ancient temples in our ancient birthing temples We would bring down children in various ways. So what mystical motherhood is it's bringing back the ancient temple work Eventually, it'll be high temple work I'm doing with women to help you remember what we did in the temples and ancient ceremonies and different things and that's what it'll turn into But right now I'm creating the platform for that but the hero, we would bring down children in various ways and through astro- astrology and then, you know, making love with the light. So we would, women had the ability to make love with, um, with the gods and then bring down children through the light. And they, you have to have the snake technology within you to be able to do that. You also have to have an act, active Merkaba. And an act of Merkaba is actually found in Drunvalo's book, but it's like a, it's a, a sacred geometry in your auric field connected to the snake technology. So what Genesis in the Bible, so right now I work at Genesis yeah. and, and Genesis in the Bible, you know, goes back to the snake separating Adam and Eve in the, in the, in it. The garden, right? And I, I just said in my book, what if, what if, if if Adam Eve had never seen that snake, what would she be? She'd still be happy in her garden, uh, connected to God. And so, basically, if if that snake had come by Eve and she didn't talk to that snake, perhaps if I had seen the snake, I would have gone into fear. I would have reacted. I would have freaked out. But I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to keep on walking. And in that way, I was almost like, I'm going to choose this path. It's magical
1: i think that's well i think that's what it you know that just kind of stood out to me and it's like you know and you're and i think for the first time in my life i think i'm realizing and i've never done this before is take my own take my own happiness into my own self never done that before never and I'm realizing it, and I'm honestly you're and you're so true, like I don't know who I am or what I want I don't
0: so to create that holy grail, you're going to do these meditations yeah and if you're having the thoughts that that are like really intense, do the addiction meditation, yeah do it like eleven get, minutes a day
1: so I've been amping it up, especially for the addiction, and it's been that one's really good, and then the obviously. Um, the meditation for self-advocacy. That one's really good. Yeah. That one's really good. And as I get into it, I think as the flow, especially as the breath and the energy, it's actually, it's like, it takes you to another element. Yep. It takes you out of your element. Out of your, out of your skunk and into the other. Like, yeah, completely out of my own, so that, and then I want to do the Jupiter
0: meditation. Now, now if you can't do them all fully, do yeah. do one fully. So, like, do do if you. So, and also, you also need to move your body because when you're doing these meditations. And, you know, I was just listening yesterday to my teachers because they're doing a teacher training um, at Rama Institute. I'm still a teacher, but I'm always a student. Right. And so I'm primarily a student um, of my teachers. And they were saying, no one's ever documented on the planet what these meditations do. There's really no documentation of, okay, if I do this meditation, I am going to get this result. And some of these meditations have actually never been done. And so, basically, this is on unma- me. I mean, these meditations work. You can go into the Kundalini technology and pick up the eighty-four thousand, and document the process. So, if we don't begin to document, and whoever's listening. If you don't begin to like, begin to show t- documentation is showing other people like I did this meditation. Harry june is explaining like I did this meditation for five minutes longer or oh, I did it for 11 minutes and this is what happened. I did this, med- I did the self animosity meditation and I became successful in my career. I did these things. And so what Jupiter chakra did for me, which it, it's not documented in the, in the layout of what the meditation does. But Jupiter chakra meditation for me, it increased my career. I wrote all my books because I wasn't in the attachment. And so it doesn't say in the meditation, oh, your career's going to take off. Yeah. Oh, you'll be, you'll, you you, know, or this is going to happen. Yeah. It's be, yeah. because it's like, it's experimental and you are the vessel. And so with all of these different books, each book is a spiritual technology that changes your consciousness to make you the Holy Grail. And what is the Holy Grail? It's a creati- creative, creative, force coming through you that's going to help the planet and whether or not that's a child that's helping the planet Mm -hmm. or a project that's helping the planet it doesn't matter as long as you're happy
1: right and I think for once I'm
0: applying those tools to figure that out that's awesome (laughs) so document the things that you're doing that make you most happy okay show every time you're feeling like you need to create be with him to be happy make space and feel that pain of like um, not create making you know like he has to be present for the happiness oh. show your like show your body your soul your mind that you can create that on your own and you can be self-generating and use the ouroboros snake use the symbol they gave you as that self-generating love
1: yeah I mean so cool right it's it's a lot it's very cool and it's it's funny you know 35 those years those things
0: that everything that brings you joy follow that yeah I remember Lacey Phillips was saying like I she was a She was, I love her work. She's so cool. I've gotten really into it. But um, she was saying she was a waitress and she was trying to make money from there. And then she had a blog and then her blog she loves. So she put all this energy into her blog. And so, and you, you can't do it for money. You have to do it because you love it. And then it'll turn into money. So for these books, like I just did it because I had a lot of joy running through me. And right. now these books are helping women all over the globe, right? And I know it's just beginning. Like my work is just beginning. It's not my work, It's just this joy that come or this passion that comes through this material that that brings me joy.
1: And I honestly, it's you're helping a lot of women throughout it because especially someone for me to honestly just open my eyes and see what has been going on and see what I've been neglecting is it's like it's a shock it's a it's a lot and it's 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 completely like what have i been doing this whole time
0: so document that for us and so that you can teach so now you have the opportunity to teach a lot of women what you're doing for yourself that brings you self-love and creates that energy and all the ways you used to try to create it through him yeah and then look at the places you're attached. And then you'll see through attachment and through ignorance and um, through greed and through like uh, overindulgence and all these different things that that doesn't bring the happiness. No. It's through the simplicity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%.
0: Okay, I love you very much. I love you. Thank and you. i see you in a week. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this podcast today with Katerina. We covered a lot of information about my new book coming out by the end of this year or early spring, Alchemy of Becoming. If you want to find out more about my books, Fertile or Mystical Motherhood, head over to the website at www.mysticalmotherhood.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a message leave a star rating. It really, really helps. And if you liked the books Fertile and Mystical Motherhood, tell your friends about it. Share it on social media. I hope you have a beautiful day.